Hi guys, I'm Kathy Lee. And hey, I'm Karen. And welcome to Heartful Addiction, a podcast. It's a heartful revolution. Welcome back to episode four of Heartful Addiction, a podcast. And I am joined, as always, by my stunning co-host, all the way from the beautiful New Zealand, Karen. How are you going today, lovely? Kia ora, beautiful, and kia ora. Hi, everybody out there listening in. Um, oh, to be honest, today I'm a bit sad, but, you know, we all get those days. We're all human. Um. I use a lot of different techniques, as we talked about a couple of weeks ago, to bring myself out of it, and I'm working on it, giving myself a bit of self-love and eating some ice cream, which I should probably stay away from. I'm so sorry you're feeling like that today. I really hear you with those kind of funks. We all get into those sometimes, and sometimes ice cream is just the thing to get you out of it. I mean... You know, as we said, sometimes you've got to get a bath or sometimes you've got to play music, driving down the highway, singing at the top of your lungs. What are you doing today, apart from the ice cream, that's going to make you feel better, do you think? Well, I did get up for a run this morning. <laughs> I have I have been, I like to call it learning to walk again, but sometimes it erupts into a bit of a jog. <laughs> And I happened to jog for two and a half k's this morning. When I say learning to walk again, walking for me is a form of meditation. I can just sort of let my mind go and wander and mull over, mull over all sorts of things or just, just appreciate the beauty in the world around me. And sometimes I actually video that and send it out to my followers on social media so that... Um, it's a beautiful way to inspire people and, and show humanism. And after that, today, I actually sat and did some meditation. Meditation really is a great tool for me, especially the breath work, because when you're focusing on your breath, you you are truly present because your breath can't be in the past or the future at the moment of you drawing it and inhaling and exhaling. You're always present and that's a great place to be because the present is the only place you can truly have influence. Not the past, not the future, the present. So I'm reminding myself of that today. Yes, I've watched your video and I tune in most mornings to watch your videos over on your social media, Karen Hansen. Um, and I think you're... It's the one with the logo of the of your initials, I think it is, isn't it? It's a beautiful black and silver logo um, there. If you click on that and follow. Um, I did watch your video and today I took the time, um, as you suggested, to, to appreciate the, the things around me. And literally just about 10 minutes ago, I, I sat at my kitchen table and watched the sun go down over the back of the houses behind us and... We're about four minutes from the beach here, where I am, and just smelling the, the sea salt air coming in and watching that beautiful sunset. I have to admit, I prefer sunsets that are cloudy because there's more colors and more textures to the sky, but 
Um, and most of today I spent time just breathing in and spending time with, you know, my new baby, Harry. And I'm actually celebrating my little wins today. Um, I managed to get my story um, submitted to um, the anthology Haven, um, which is published by Playstead Publishing House. And all, part, all proceeds are going to go to the Christchurch Muslim community that have been affected by what happened a couple of weeks ago over here. So um, I'm really proud of, I'm feeling really proud today that I've managed to get something done and got that out. So, you know, yay for little little wins today. Oh, you're so awesome, Kathy. And I do always promote that. Get out there and inspire your own damn self. <laughs> Look at all the things you have to be grateful for. And if you can't find something big, then find something little. And if you can't find something little, then find something even smaller. Because it's there. And the big things are made of all the little things. And... That's called living, baby. <laughs> and oh, 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 never underestimate the value of a hug, especially a long hug. <laughs> I grab hugs from all of my friends and I just want to take a moment, kind of, kind of a little bit selfishly because I need one. <laughs> I want to take a little moment just to send this big hug out there, wrapping my arms around all of you guys, anyone who needs it, and just giving some of those awesome, awesome um, comfort and support vibes and just, just being present for you and for myself. Hug! Oh, Karen, I wish I could hug you. I really do. I'm just, I can't, I miss you so much. And for all of you guys who um, are just tuning in, I am sitting here in Perth, Australia, and Karen is way, way over there in Rotorua, New Zealand. And oh my gosh, I miss you. I haven't seen you in like, hell, it's like 16 years or something. It's absolutely insane. It's crazy, and but I still love you so much, and I follow you every day. I feel like a stalker, but I miss you. I really do, and, you know, we all need our friends, and that's exactly what you should do. Get your hugs while you can. Hug everybody because you never know. You just never know, um, and, oh, gosh, I feel really sad now. I just, I just want my hugs, so I'm going to grab the next person I see and hug them. I might be my six, my seven-year-old and he might have to run. Mom, leave me alone. Um, oh gosh. So anyway, today we are going to be talking about a lot of inspirational things to bring our moods up, pep us up and try and get um, this week finished off with an, a beautiful, um, just a beautiful feeling. So we're going to go into the show today. What are you expecting, um, Karen? What are you expecting that we're going to be finding in some of our inspirational tales? <laughs> what do we have in store for you today, my pretties? Well, I for one actually like to be surprised. So I'm looking forward to just as much as you guys are to hearing what stories Kathy Lee has come up with for us and Kathy's spot her section where she brings us 
beautiful, uplifting, inspiring, and sometimes sad, but always with a great heartful message of people lifting each other up and being generally and genuinely awesome all around the globe. In Karen's Corner today, I'm going to be talking the inspiration and reconnection of finding our inner children because our inner children they really love to play and play play is where it's at play is awesome find your inner child and you find your adventure in life go and jump in some puddles go and laugh until your belly aches so we'll be talking a bit about the importance of that and and giving you a couple of tools you can use and finally, from me, there will be uh, our question and answer section, which I asked you last week. And that question was, what inspires you? What are your inspirations? So I'm really excited to share some of your stories and share some of ours. And you got to love an evil laugh. Um, you do it so well. Um, I'll be checking out some inspirational and feel-good TV shows as well. And then we are going to be also joined by our lovely special guests, Nicole from Nicole Madden Transformational Coaching over there at Facebook and Nikki's Chakra Segment from Nikki's Oracle Readings. So we're going to get started. Oh, and I can't forget that we are going to have an amazing Mindful Minute break. It will be the second half of our beautiful track that we started last week. So if you also just want to hear that, head on over just to our podcast at anchor.fm and you can pick that up as well just as a standalone episode. We are also available on Breaker, Spotify, Radio Public and Google Podcasts and Overcast. So we are about to get started. I'm going to let you go straight into Karen's Corner and then I will pick up afterwards for my um, lovely stories of the week. So here we go, Karen, over to you. Hello there beautiful people and welcome to episode 4 of Karen's Corner or whatever the hell I end up calling it in the future. <laughs> Maybe Karen's heart sharing space because that's what I'm about to do. That's what I always do. Sometimes I overshare, sometimes I go off on a tangent but you can usually find a few nuggets of wisdom in that rambling and maybe even a little bit of inspiration. Now what is more inspiring than children? Love them or hate them, they have got a freedom and a vitality and a creativity that is absolutely unmatched in the adult world. Now I know many of you agree with me and feel the same because this week's theme for our podcast is inspiration. And so many of you have contacted us with your stories and many of those stories revolve around being a parent or revolve around children lifting you up every single day and inspiring you to be the best. And I, I tell you what, becoming a mother 
actually physically saved my life and turned me around even though I was only 16 years old at the time but I'm not here today to heart share about our physical children even though they're awesome I'm here to talk about our inner children we all have one and no it's not always pretty this inner child lives within us and is the memory and all the attached emotions of the child that that we have outgrown but has never left us our inner child is a great source of play and adventure in our lives and really the minds of children the minds of children are so creative a wellspring of ideas i was sitting in a lecture with an illustrator, a world-class illustrator, a couple of weeks ago and he was saying that if he needs a new idea for a book then he gets his daughter and her friends, they're about five years old, to sit around the table and they all pull these crazy unique characters out of their heads and put them in these crazy situations and he sits down and he scribbles it, scribbles it all down because it's great fodder, great fodder for his artwork and his writing. But we all have that resource inside of us and we all still have the ability to go on great adventures for no reason, even if they're just imaginary or skip down the road on your way to work. <laughs> I've actually done that I've actually done that especially with with my own children if if you need to break up a, a bad feeling or a, or a um, argument do something completely silly and unexpected uh, sometimes we drop to the floor and wriggle around <laughs> I have learned to get deeply in touch with my inner child and it's one of the most powerful things that I have learned to do in my life because it goes part and parcel with self-love and self-compassion. Having said that though, a little disclaimer, I have indeed been blessed to work with some great leaders in this field and have learned some great tools and techniques for connecting to your inner child. But on each meeting, because I have a lot of trauma to work through in my particular childhood, I don't know about you, but it has left me in tears. In fact, the last time after many of these sessions, the last time I met my little Karen, I was crying so hard I had snot bubbling out of my nose. So if you think that that's a possibility for you, then I recommend you you attempt this connection with a lot of support around you a lot of support family friends um, somebody who will understand and be there to help you through it not on your own the value is though that our inner child still reacts to the present as though they were in their past do you know what i mean so if you've got a lot of emotional attachment or difficulties that you lived through as a child, then that emotional center within you will still react to triggers, to triggers within your adult life. 
and healing that healing that is one of one of the great life's work but once you have once you've done that work then your inner child is free to join with you and play <laughs> and you you really reclaim that that sense of wholeness that that anticipation for every day and every moment because at the end of the day what the hell right does any experience in your damn past have to be extinguishing and stomping on that flame of inspiration youthfulness and wonder that lives within you that is your birthright right so what is a tool we can use to meet and connect with our inner child? A useful exercise that I found was through, through the method of gift giving. If you want to go and find something, buy something or find something memorable that you think your inner child might like maybe it's something that inspired you as a child maybe it's just a flower hell maybe it's a cat biscuit if you're like like one of my friends who loved to sneak them out of the cat dish and eat them when her mum wasn't looking well if that floats your inner child's boat then go get a cat biscuit but find a little gift and and a quiet space in front of a mirror. Now when you have that, I want you to sit there quietly and just connect with your eyes for a while. Stare deeply, deeply into your eyes until you really see yourself because too often we just go about our daily lives and we don't really see ourselves. We don't, we don't really get seen by others either. And we all like to be acknowledged in our heart of hearts. So acknowledge yourself. And when you feel like you've been truly seen, close your eyes. And look for, look for that version of yourself that you were. Full of potential, full of joy, full of light. That the you that you were before all of your stories began in this lifetime before all of the experiences started piling on top of you now whatever age this child comes to you as that is okay there is no right way and there is no wrong way it's just a personal experience for you but if you close your eyes long enough and you wait then this beautiful version this this pure soul should make an appearance and I just want you to to look at him or her if he or she has their back turned then that's okay walk around walk around to the front and kneel down and look into your inner child's eyes and greet them tell him or her how much you love them tell them you're sorry that you haven't been there for them in the past but that you're here now and you would really love 
really love for them to be part of your life again. Now whatever happens here is your personal experience. As I said, there is no right way and there is no wrong way. But I do remind you to keep your talk to your inner child loving and caring and compassionate. Be that role model, that loving energy that you, that you needed as a child. Be that for yourself. Open your arms if your child, inner child will come to you then hug them and and if it won't then that that's also fine sometimes it takes takes a bit of work to build up that trust with yourself again give your inner child the gift that you have brought with you just sit it down in front of you whatever conversation you have here is fine and exactly as it should be remind yourself and your inner child you are loved you are so loved you are love and you are there for each other maybe now your inner child will have a gift for you be open-minded if a thought or a bit of wisdom comes to you then accept that for the gift it is and if not then that's okay perhaps the gift a gift will come in the future in the form of more connection when you're ready when you've had enough of this time and space thank your inner child and invite them to sit in your heart space if if they're ready sit in your heart space and come on a journey with you be, be your guide towards fun and adventure. Dance with you. Dance with you through the magic of life. You may open your eyes. Wow, Karen, how am I supposed to follow that up? That is... Oh, I've got to go and listen to that again, I think. So if you guys want to skip back and listen to that again, please do. Skip forward, skip back. This is your guys' podcast too. So now I'm going to go into my lovely segment. Um, I have decided that we are going to name it Kathy's Celebration of Heartfulness. So here we go, going straight into this. And I hope you guys enjoy our lovely tales of inspiration and heartfulness this week. Our first tale of our celebration of heartfulness comes from Modesto, California. So surgery can be a very stressful time even for adults and it can be even more stressful and terrifying for children who don't really know exactly what's going to happen and are all of a sudden surrounded by people in blue scrubs and wires. The Doctors Medical Center in Modesto, California have come up with a creative way to help with that kind of anxiety. They let young patients drive themselves to surgery in small pink Volkswagen Beagles or black Mercedes. The hospital writes, check it out. Doctors Medical Center has made another addition to our pediatric surgical program. 
Last year, we introduced our little black Mercedes, and now we have a little pink Volkswagen Beetle. These sweet rides take our smallest patients to the operating room, and the goal is to reduce the anxiety and stress and make their experience less scary for everyone involved. Doesn't hurt to have options, right? The black Mercedes was introduced by the hospital last year and proved so successful that an employee and their family decided to donate the pink Beetle. So this is obviously a little child's car. It's like one of those little fun um, ones that you can probably use to sit about two small children. Um, the hospital even posted a video of one of their patients riding the car, writing, with a little passenger in tow, Caroline takes her our new pink beetle for a spin. Doctors Medical Center now has two cars available for our young surgical patients to ride to the operating room, and we can see the stress and anxiety melt away when they hop in the car. How cute is that? Um, and several people have offered to donate cars to the hospital to add to their fleet, with the hospital encouraging anyone with a donation to send them an email. So that is Modesto Doctors Medical Center in Modesto, California. How good, guys. That's I really think that's so cute. And I know how scary it is to go into surgery, even when you're not expecting to. Now, talking about hospitals, our second hospital or our second story today is another hospital one so this guy kevin kevin gatlin so ever since he was a kid he was being bored by the monotonous environment of hospital rooms so as a means of making sure that his children were never forced to endure the same tedium he came up with a simple solution to help with the doldrums he is the mastermind behind Playtime Adventures, an interactive set of bed, sheet, bed sheets that feature dozens of games and lessons for children confined to their hospital bed. The entrepreneur from Charlotte, North Carolina, first got the idea for the bed sheets after he went to go visit a friend's hospitalized child several years ago. He was heartbroken by the idea of a child spending hours upon hours in a plain white room and thought about how his wife had always played games on his son's bed in order to help him fall asleep. Gatlin then spent the next two years developing the sheets so that children could be entertained from the comfort of their own bed. He also worked with several school teachers in order to make the games educational. We put together bed sheets and slumber bags that cover everything from geography, math, science, grammar, word fine games, all on a three-piece set. To date, he knows that his sheets are being used in 10 different hospitals across the USA, but since his customers are able to donate bed sheets to their own local hospitals, that number could be much higher. Parents can also buy the interactive sheets for their own children at home, but Gatlin hopes that his invention will soon make its way around hospitals all around the world. How cute! And these sheets are so sweet. I'm going to post this on our page because they looks like they have like calendar game uh connect four checkers um like counting games they are super cute and so i'm going to post that on our um our heartful addiction podcast group on facebook so head over there and have a look click on the link see if you can get yourself a set donate them to your local pediatric ward come on guys it's another little heartful um activity we can we can do in our lives so i'm going to head over there and have a look as well our next story comes to us from an elementary school in indiana so this colorful school-wide art project has a powerful message 
An elementary school in Indiana combined creativity and literature to create a beautiful piece of art that will encourage students for years to come to be true to themselves. Students grade kindy to five at Sharon Elementary School in Newburgh, Indiana, painted rocks inspired by the book Only One You by Linda Kranz to, con- to create a colorful stone-lined path outside the school entrance. The project was the brainchild of art teacher Jessica Moyes, and while the installation is just now complete, she has been working on it for some time. It was funded by a grant from a local foundation that funds unique projects in our school district, she tells. The, she tells us, I applied for this grant and received it earlier in the year. Only One You is an inspirational children's book about Adri, a little fish who is about to go explore the ocean on his own. His mother and father tell him some important lessons that they have learnt throughout their lives and in hopes that they will help him on his journey. They remind him, always be on the lookout for a new friend and find your own way. You don't have to follow the crowd. The book stresses how everyone is unique and that each of us has something to contribute to the world. There is only one you in this great big world. Make it a better place. Now, this book is called Only One You and it is by... I just said it. Only One You by Linda Kranz, if you want to go and look for that. Moise has shared pictures of her students painting the rocks and the final result of the project on the school's art Facebook page, where they have been shared over 18,000 times and counting. Parents and fellow teachers are amazed with their project, saying many saying that they want to petition their local schools to follow the elementary's lead. Miss Moyes reads the book to all her students and then each student painted their own unique rock inspired by the fish in the book using outdoor glossy acrylic craft paint. Moyes has, has says she has approximately 740 students, enough to make a gorgeous path of brightly coloured rocks outside the school's main doors. Children grow so much in elementary school, not just physically, but in who they are as people. It's the beginning of meaningful friendships and when kids start to navigate complex social situations on their own. Not only are these stones a colourful addition to the school and they can serve as a daily reminder to students that no matter what, they're special and that they have the power to change the world. This art project uses simple materials but its message is a hugely powerful one. Again, I'm going to share this on our our Facebook group Um, and... I'm actually feeling pretty inspired that I might approach my kids' primary school to look at something very similar um, in the very near future. So, well done, guys, at Sharon Elementary School in Newburgh, Indiana. And shout out to the very special teacher, Jessica Moyes. And my final story for today is in regards to a very special woman who I want to shout out to who has completely changed the world of literature. Um, No matter what your feelings towards the books that she has written, um, I think that she has completely changed the game for all of us who are in the writing industry. So I'm gonna read this out. It's a a video. I've actually posted this on our group um, at Heartful Addiction, a podcast. So you can go over there and watch the video. It's not, it's just an animation. But um, I'm going to read this to you um, as it plays and you can guess who the woman is, who the, the author is. So at age 17, she was rejected from college. At age 25, her mother died from disease. 
At age 26, she suffered a miscarriage. At age 27, she got married. Her husband abused her throughout their marriage. And despite that, her daughter was born. At age 28, she got depressed, divorced, and was diagnosed with severe depression. And at age 29, she was a single mother living on welfare. At age 30, she wanted to commit suicide, but she directed all her passion into doing the one thing she could do better than anyone else, and that was writing. At age 31, she finally published her very first book. At age 35, she had released four books and was named Author of the Year. At age 42, she sold 11 million copies of her new book on the very first day of release. This woman is JK Rowling. And remember how she considered suicide at age 30? Today, Harry Potter is a global brand worth more than $15 billion. Never give up, believe in yourself, be passionate, work hard, and it's never too late. Thank you guys, and I hope you all have a wonderful week. Heartful Addiction is proud and honoured to join with Wisdom Keeper Gary Cook and bring you two minutes of high vibrational music from the forest, the voices of the plants themselves. Allow the voice of Sibella the Peace Lily to lull you into a deep sense of knowing. Walk down that forest path in your mind and remember the connection with nature you never lost, an oasis. Time stops, there is only now, just be.
beautiful and that that music was as I said recorded from the plant Sibella the peace lily now Sibella is named after Gary's grandmother and sits on his kitchen table at home Gary records the voices of many plants he gives them an instrument to play and further tracks are available on YouTube to listen to or for purchase as mp3s on his website www.secretland.co.nz Okay guys, so due to some um, commitments, Nicole wasn't able to send through her um, coaching session today. However, I've decided to go through and write down all the things that I can think of um, up to about the number of 30 of things and people that inspire or have inspired me in my life. Now I hope that these could inspire you and that you're as lucky as I am. So without order or priority, here is a list of things and um, I hope that they, they help you and help you think about things that may inspire you in your own life. Number one, love. In any and all contexts, context love is an amazing thing and the support and respect and magic it provides never fails. I mean, be- between your parents and your kids and your grandparents and your friends, and your lovers and your husbands and your wives and love is so important and so powerful in our life number two is community when a group of people comes together because they like something and believe in something and support something or want to create positive change i'm inspired and i want to be part of something great as well and welcome to our heartful community right here um everything to do with community um i'd love to be part of um, sometimes my anxiety does stand in the way, but it doesn't mean that, you know, you can't do that. Number three, my parents. Their love and support and hard work, hard work to raise and shelter and educate and push and nurture myself and my sisters is commendable. And I know that I'm very lucky to still have them in my life. My parents decided to um up sticks and sell everything and leave New Zealand when I was young I was only about 12 years old and to be honest I wouldn't know life without being here in Australia um I was very angry at the beginning um to live, leave my friends and and things like that but now looking at it I cannot cannot get by how much I appreciate what they did for us and what they sacrificed Number four is my friends. No matter where I have lived in my life, I've always had great friends around me and they've helped me through tough times and celebrated with me in good. And they've shown me the kind of love that exists through respect and mutual adoration. Now, I love my friends. I know I can be completely annoying and nag. Lately, I couldn't give a damn what other people think in regards to my opinion. Um, take it or leave it that's what I think and how I feel and I know my friends love me no matter what I say to them Um, and lately I've been very blunt and I just want the best for everybody and 
you know, that might sound horrible, but um, those who love me understand and they know me, understand me. Number five is my grandparents. I've only got my grandma left and she's an amazing lady who is very much loved. Um, She and my granddad looked after me a lot when I was younger and they showed me love when I was just a kid trying to figure things out. And um, she's funny and tough and caring and we're very lucky to have a good relationship with her. And yes, we probably should see her more, but I'm very lucky to still have her in my life. And that's my mother's mother. Um, I'm very lucky to have known all my grandparents. And um, I really urge you, if, if you have grandparents in your life, get to know them. They have some amazing stories and they're very funny. Um, and if you, you know, ask them questions, you'll regret it when you don't get a chance to anymore. Number six is music. Great songs move people and the creativity and talent it takes to make music amazes me in a wonderful way. I have recently decided that I would like to learn the violin and trust me, learning it off YouTube is not easy. So I'm going to have to probably invest in a teacher. But you know what, until I do, until I can find a teacher, I am doing my scales and learning how to hold a violin. And even if I just walk around the house with it under my chin, um, I'm learning. And I feel that we should all learn something new. And it terrifies me. I bought a violin. (laughs) To be honest, it was like $45 and it was from eBay. And it's actually quite a really good quality, the violin. But you know, my, my seven-year-old thinks it's crazy because it sounds like a cat being minced in a freaking witcher bar. But, you know, <laughs> I'll get there and I will be able to play a tune one day, even if it is just the Game of Thrones theme or something. Um, <laughs> so, you know, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, number seven is great writing. I don't care what the subject matter is, great writing makes me want to write and to be a better writer. Writing isn't just a gift or something people are is good at, are good at. It is hard work and I'm inspired by great writers who continue to work hard at their craft. There are many places out there where you can get your stuff published. It doesn't cost you that much. Um, the traditional way of going through a massive publishing company are going out the door. Um, you can contact editors, you can get stuff published for underground and that's amazing and you can get things like editing and websites and things like that done for you that you know you're sitting there thinking I've got this file of stuff, file of stories that I've been writing since I was 10 in my in my office and they're just sitting there gathering dust and there's stories that are not untold and nobody's read them apart from my sisters who I know used to go into my room and they told me this used to go into my room and read them when I wasn't home so thanks guys and this you know I used to name them after my friends and the characters after my friends and just you know watch a horror movie and think oh I could write a better one and so I would and they're all short stories and you never know they might be published in an anthology coming to you sometime soon keep an eye out guys but great writing you know even just a great written article that gives you tingles and goosebumps or amazing books that you can't put down. And, you know, there's there's so many good writers out there and a lot of them are completely undiscovered. And I really, really 
urge you to go and and pick up a book don't judge the book by its cover because it could just be an indie writer who can't afford a huge you know publishing budget to or 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 an artist who do some beautiful artwork you know even if it's just a basic looking book pick it up and read it i if it catches you after two chapters keep reading if not put it down and find another writer you know it's music writing is just it's just a a really really unappreciated art number eight storytelling whether it's done in songwriting movies tv or told to a small group of friends around a campfire with drinks in hand and chills running up your spine because it's you got your back to the forest or the woods and you're scared that something's going to grab you I love storytelling and the passion and passion and laughter and emotions that come with it. I used to sit there and spin yarns to my sisters and scare the living shit out of them. You know, like sitting in the car, playing in the car as you do when you're a kid, in the in the backyard and it would start to rain. So I told the girls, I told my sisters that they were groobilies and if they touched us they would kill us. And they decided that was terrifying and ran screaming for my parents and I got in trouble. But, you know, just I love storytelling and I have always, always loved it. And I urge you to, to, if you can't pick up a book and read to your child, make a story up. Make a story up. Think to yourself, where would my, what's my favorite child, my, my child's favorite thing? Rockets. Okay. You know, one day Kai woke up and he decided he was going to go to the moon on a rocket. How did he do it? And discuss it with your kid and spin a story together. Um, Number nine, charity. There are a lot of people who need our help in the world and there is a lot of people out there doing their very best to give it to them. And every time I see someone working hard to change or make life better for people, I am inspired and honoured that I can be part of some things. Charity, you don't have to donate to you know adopt a child from a faraway country you don't have to you know donate to if you can't afford it you know sometimes people get suckered up into these kind of things and do your research because a lot of these companies take away most of those that money you send them and they use it for admin fees so do your research as to who you decide to to back i'm not saying it's a bad thing please do if you have if you want to but please do your research before you hand over your hard-earned cash sometimes communities and charity starts in the backyard if you know there's a homeless guy who lives down by your garage your local service station swing by and take him a hot meal one night or maybe if you have to if you happen to clean out your cupboard and find that you have a spare sleeping bag drop it by you know it starts in your backyard if you know that there's a friend in need who you know it's really struggling and it's christmas time decide you know i'm going to take this into my own hands and fill their pantry with donations and you know get someone to you know help get presents in under their christmas tree it's it's a it's important charity starts in your backyard guys number 10 superheroes and yes fictional comic book characters superheroes they're not real but they're legends and they're immortal and the stories and the humanity and the emotions that come out of them are real and deep and flawed just like real life i mean 
Who hasn't cried watching a superhero movie or watching a movie about someone who struggled in life and then they're suddenly coming through everything and, and coming out into the light and, you know, Batman, for example, you know, or Iron Man or, you know, everybody has their struggles and you, it, it is nice to be able to switch off from the, it's really nice to be able to switch off from the, the everyday and, and, you know, get into that kind of thing. And I love it. I absolutely love it. And um, there's a couple of big movies coming out that I can't wait to see. 11 is perseverance. Life ain't easy. It knocks us down and drives us backwards. And when people decide that they won't let that stop them, then they pick themselves back up and move forward towards their dreams and goals. That's really inspiring to me. Perseverance. I know people who are unwell and who are who are sick and they're on the transplant lists. And I recently, well, about a year ago, I lost a really good friend of mine. She had had two lung transplants and a heart transplant in her life she had had eight operations before she was one years old she suffered for quite a long time she barely knew what it was like to even draw a breath and Karen talking about breath and drawing it and this morning just breathe how lucky are you to be able to breathe in a deep lung full of clean air and actually be able to breathe i mean imagine it this way look at a newborn and see how small their lungs are and how shallow their breathing is and that's how she was when she was at her sickest she was on oxygen trying to push as much as she could in during those little breaths but it never let her you know it never let she never ever let that put her down you know when she was well again and she she got a transplant she was well again she went on her you know European Kentucky tour and she was gone for like two months and she loved it and she posted it and she absolutely adored everything she did you know and she inspired everybody she touched and talked to and you know she got a, a beautiful tattoo on her back of a phoenix rising out of the ashes and oh, I adore it I really adore it and she went and stepped out of her comfort zone and she won gold for Australia in the transplant Olympics in bowling you know come on what you know what have you done in your life that that you're proud of and I'm just you know she persevered and I really miss her um yeah I really miss her and if she can do it come on what are you guys sitting around thinking about what I can do and what I should be doing and what if what if what if what if you don't what if you don't get a chance to do that in your life you know we lost her and she was 32 years old what if you don't get a chance to do it get off your butt and go and do it that's why I I started getting things published because what if what if something happens to me tomorrow I've got a folder of stuff sitting on my sitting on my desk that hasn't been published yet and nobody knows about it you know nobody would know that I want that published and please persevere guys like you said life ain't easy get out there and get doing things you know Number 
Number 12 is leadership. Great leaders bring something to the table that you sometimes can't put your finger on and the passion and trust and respect and ability to bring people together and get them to work towards a common goal is amazing. One of my my old friends told me once that one of my best um, qualities that was delegation. Yeah, I delegate. Because if you can get people to do what you want, then that's a skill in itself. Especially if they're four, seven-year-olds who decide that they're gonna, they want to play instead of do homework. Which I hold a homework club once a week for my my kids, my my friends' kids. You know, they want to go play. They don't want to do homework. So you have to think, okay, so we're gonna do homework today. How are we gonna do this? And you know, you're gonna bring them together. If you can corral seven-year-olds, you can run a company, guys. Um, number 13 sport I'm not talking about sports individually I'm talking about ho- I'm not talking about hockey or baseball or basketball or ice hockey or football no matter where where what football means to you in your life I'm talking about the spirit of sport and the perseverance and drive and desire and hard work it takes to be the best and to compete and practice to be better because you love something and shout out to the mums and the dads who get up at six o'clock every morning or you know when there's ice on the ground and when there's the sun's not even in the sky to get your kids up and get them to those sports because they decided that they wanted to do it and all of a sudden that really warm bed is much better than getting out and running on that cold field or you know sport the spirit of sport and our kids need to learn to lose and they need to learn to they need to learn to win and work hard to win you know my son has just started a bowling this is in his first end of the first term coming up now and he's he's done bowling and it is hard and he gets gutter balls and he cries and he gets discouraged and all I can do as a mum is to tell him try again try again and then he gets that strike and he is ecstatic and it is all worth it you know it's you've got to work and work and work and everybody needs some kind of sport in their life just the the perseverance and the drive and the desire and the hard work that it takes to be the best is is what you need in your life it is inspiring and seeing what these in these olympians get go through to get where they are is it's incredible 14 people who smile at strangers and i don't really know how to explain this one it just is and nobody is in the mood to smile all the time but people who have smiles available when they pass strangers on the sidewalk that walk they're awesome and you know guys it's not going to kill you to smile at a baby who smiles at you i take my little boy and my baby out to the shop and they will smile at everyone and do you know what half the time no one smiles back and my my seven-year-old when he was three he was smiling and saying hello to people and they wouldn't even do it and he looked at me and his eyes just filled with tears and he said mom why don't they say hello and why don't they smile back at me just freaking smile at a kid man you know it doesn't take two seconds to work those muscles in your face to come into a smile as long as you don't look like you know someone creepy that's gonna devour the child i mean come on guys smile smile at each other smile at babies babies love it and babies if they sit there and they're smiling at you and the mum is completely ignoring you still smile at the babies come on these babies are learning and they're learning social cues and if they smile at you smile back it's not gonna kill you um 15 teachers 
I cannot even imagine what it would be like to have teached me, taught me and my classmates back in the day. We were crazy troublemakers and smart asses, and we were there every single freaking day giving these teachers crap. And I'm pretty sure kids have been like that forever. And even now, kids, oh, I'm, I would not like to be a teacher today. Good on those people who choose to dedicate their lives to helping us learn something. Those teachers, teachers in general, they don't get enough credit. The other day I was having lunch on a Saturday with friends and there was a teacher sitting in the corner grading papers, grading exams and she was just sitting there sipping her coffee grading grading papers and some of my friends knew them this lady and they said yeah she does it every saturday every saturday she sits there and grades papers and essays and you know she's putting that that time and effort in and i know a lot of teachers who go home from school and they take everything with them and they sit at their tables all night grading papers and they go and they spend their own money and buy things for the classroom and activities for the kids to learn and and do and play and teachers are amazing and you know at the end of the year when teachers get their gifts or if you decide that teachers aren't worth getting their gifts reconsider that because imagine what your kids are going learning all year and what your teachers are teaching those kids and if they are decent teachers gosh guys they are really being underestimated and really undervalued and shout out to all you teachers out there Number 16, volunteer coaches. Whether you teach hockey, baseball, basketball, football, volleyball, swimming, debate, chess, tennis, track and field, anything, you inspire me. Much like teachers, it takes something special to want to give your time to a bunch of other people's kids and to help them become better at something. And it takes heart and time and patience that not all of us have. So thank you. Number 17, the emergency service professionals, police, fire, EMTs, paramedics, which is the same thing, nurses, doctors, you know, the, the ladies at the emergency department who are there when you're coming in at 2am with your child who has got a fever and you're freaked out and they have to try and calm you down whatever if you put your life on the line on a daily basis to help protect and save lives you are a story of inspiration and i thank you for everything you do and thank you for your service to the community number 18 art i'm not visually artistic i really want to be i want to be able to put i see something i'm like i want to be able to put that on a painting paint it and put it on a canvas and make it beautiful and i sit there and think oh gosh today i was thinking about those crayon melty drawing things that you take the crayons to the canvas and melt them with a hairdryer and then hang it on the wall and i'm not creative like that you know give me a camera and a day anywhere and i will bring you back some beautiful photos but i cannot take something from my brain and put it into art like my beautiful crane karen here can and if you haven't seen some of her stuff my gosh get over to her page and have a look now i know there's people who have those amazing abilities to look at that blank canvas and wall or computer screen and see the potential it has i wish i could do that too guys i focus on my writing because 
all my stuff's in my head and I can get it down on paper as words but you can get it out of your head and put it on a canvas or on a wall or in, on grass or in a garden or something like that and you can make something beautiful and that is really inspiring to me 19 beauty i'm not talking about people as an example but i'm talking about the little things that are beautiful flowers and sunsets and sunshine and the way that nature presents pictures to us in real life that can't be translated into photographs or paintings beauty that makes your tears come to your eyes like flying into a new country and seeing that landscape spread out in front of you or you know going in a boat and looking out this massive advanced ex- expanse of beautiful blue ocean that just goes for miles and miles and miles and the beauty of it just makes you feel so small because nature is and just beauty in general is just is just amazing just really inspiring and yeah <laughs> number 20 web developer web developers Gosh, I've tried to learn code and my God, those people who can punch the keys and write the code, I I don't know how you do it. It's completely reading another language. Congrats, guys, because if we didn't have web developers, we wouldn't have the internet, we wouldn't have Facebook, we would not have this podcast you're listening to right now. Number 21 is dreams. I'm talking about the kind of dreams that people work towards in their life, you know, travel and careers and homes and creating things. Go after your dreams. It's so inspiring. You know, if you don't have a dream or a plan or a goal, go and get one. You can't go through life not knowing where you're going. If your five-year dream is to own a house, go and do it. If your five-year dream is to be completely published as a, as a, on a and have your book in in the on the shelf at Barnes and Noble or Dimex or, or one of those major bookstores go and do it be inspired follow your dreams guys um 22 healthy people who live life some people seem to take their health so seriously they forget to have fun and some people neglect their health so much you think their fun might kill them but when these people can mix the two and who have fun with their friends and live their life and make healthy choices along the way, inspire me to make decisions that are better for me. Saying that, I had a double quarter pounder for dinner. No, I had a bacon deluxe for lunch and I'm regretting it because I know that I now have to go and run on that treadmill for about two hours to burn that off. I am so inspired by healthy people who live life and who have fun with it. You know, those amazing fitness videos that you see with the husband and wife throwing each other around the room having a great time doing it you know that's inspiring to me faith uh number 23 faith i don't necessarily mean religion i mean the ability to have faith when times are hard faith that the right will win and faith that the sun will rise and life will move on and things will be okay somehow even though when it doesn't feel like it at the time that is inspiring have faith have faith everything will be okay even at the darkest times when you think it won't number 24 entrepreneurship the decision to strike out on your own with an idea and plan and something to provide the world with is a tough one stick with it employing other people and making it work is in section exceptional and inspiring especially if you can make it work guys and talking about entrepreneurship get out there and if you see there's a new cafe that's open down on your beach or open down near your house or you know near the school or whatever visit it if you don't 
patron it guys they will close and you'll be like oh i wish i'd gone there no go there now go and have a coffee at your local little place that has just opened that's a boutique store support your local people number 25 farmers they are so underappreciated they work hard and they don't get rich guys they provide the food and the fuel that we need to survive they provide our fruit and our veggies and our meat and our everything that we need to live and come on i mean not everybody can go completely rural and completely self-sufficient and if you think about it if you go into your shop and you see those pretty carrots and those pretty lettuces and those pretty capsicums all lined up and you think oh gosh they're all the same imagine what the farmers had to go through and what they had to get rid of to keep those standards up that the supermarkets demand if you can get out to a farmer farmer's stall farmer's market go there buy them buy direct from your farmers and support them i've seen it firsthand and it is awesome when you put it in perspective what they go through you know i've seen people with chicken farms and i've seen people with you know orchards and and other farmers who who are just struggling you know the, the recent strawberry shortage here in australia because of those stupid morons going and putting pins in those strawberries people came through and went straight to the farmers and went okay you know what we're not going to the shop to buy our strawberries because they're not selling them or because there's pins in them we're going to go straight to the farmer and we're going to buy direct from them and you know what guys you should do that anyway number 26 survival when times get hard and i'm not talking about first world problems hashtag i'm talking about war and abuse and famine so those people who have survived and triumphed and never given up are more amazing than they know they you've got the people and i'm not getting into it you know who are refugees and who are fleeing their country for legitimate reasons i'm not talking about the other kind i'm talking about the legit people who are leaving their countries because they will die otherwise or they want to get their kids out and give them a better life which i know about because even though new zealand moving from new zealand to australia isn't exactly a refugee situation i know what it's like to leave your entire life behind and move with your family because they think that's the right thing to do guys you really inspire me because you put your family first and you're trying to survive number 27 differences and i'm nearly finished guys sorry about so long there are a lot of awesome things about people and one of them is that we are not all the same we like different things and we think different ways and we believe in different things and for the most part we have it in us to come together and live our differences are a great thing they what makes us as free countries better if you need to learn something new about somebody who has differences to you whether it's religion beliefs um completely different ways of living so if you're a city folk and you want to learn how a country folk live go and stay with your friends in the country go and stay in the city go and stay on the beach go and do what my beautiful friend does and take off for the weekend turn your phone off go bush sleep in the back of your car sleep on the beach forage your food catch your food out of the rivers or the oceans and just completely be different differences are a great thing regardless and yes you may get mocked for it and people might look at you like well you're weird but guys your differences make you who you are 28 forgiveness sometimes in life people don't get along and sometimes it's because of differences sometimes people make hurtful decisions 
Sometimes people write nasty letters that they don't mean and they have to go and fetch them back. But whatever the case, the ability to forgive and move on and live our lives is something special. And when it happens fully without resentment, it is special. And I really think everybody should practice forgiveness in their life because there is somebody who has wronged you. And do you really need to be worried about what they think or unless they've like completely emptied your bank account? Guys, forgiveness, it's key. Number 29, happiness. You know that look on someone's face when they're smiling and their eyes are bright and their body language is open and jovial and that's full on happiness. It's infectious, it's awesome. And participate, even if you are feeling like you've just been run over by a truck, participate. If they are happy to see you, be genuinely happy to see them. Look at them in the eyes and smile because you will feel better. People who practice happiness really inspire me. Number 30, clarity knows the moments when all the thoughts of the world and your job and stress and life just disappear and you can think about the bigger picture and what's important in your life i am thankful for those moments and what they bring there is inspiration to be found in clarity and as karen said again breathe go out go to the beach sit there listen to the waves close your eyes breathe clarity clear your mind write things down before bed if your mind is buzzing with everything that you have to do write it all down put your pen down turn your light off and you'll be surprised at how quickly you can go to sleep clarity guys so there we have it i'm so sorry it went so long and these are some things that inspire me in my life and make me want to live it the best i can for me and it makes something different to all of us and that's totally okay so be awesome guys inspire each other and live great lives and i will see you shortly to Nikki from Nikki's Oracle Readings. Hello, my name is Nikki and I am a crystal healer. In a previous podcast, I talked about how crystals work with the human body and briefly spoke about the seven chakras within our bodies, where they were and what they did. So over the next few weeks, I will be talking more in depth about each chakra and telling you which crystals to use for such. So let's get started. The heart chakra located in the center of the chest, the colors are green and pink. This chakra governs the heart and breasts. The wrong energy levels can lead to heart disease, issues with the immune system, allergies and breast cancer. The thyroid linked to the heart chakra is the thymus. Green and pink bring feelings of love, well-being and health. Green provides balance and the power of nature, where pink promotes the motivation and potential and brings emotions of caring and tenderness. Use green when you have a fear of the unknown, a need for balance, need new ideas or inspiration, or you have issues with a relationship. Use pink. There is when you have emotional anxiety, you need self-acceptance, love, 
or you feel worthless. So some green crystals are aquamarine, emerald, aventurine and malachite. And some pink crystals that you can use are rose quartz, tourmaline and coral. The fifth chakra is the throat chakra and that's located between our collarbones. The colour is blue. This chakra governs our throat and lungs. When the energy is not balanced it can lead to upper digestive tract issues, asthma, bronchitis, tonsillitis and hearing problems. The throat chakra governs the thyroid gland. The colour blue is for intelligence and communication. <coughs> it makes us feel logical, trustworthy, efficient, smart and well-spoken. We use blue when we need to calm ourselves down, um, when we need to communicate clearly and honestly, or we need peace and clarity to think clearly. Turquoise can also be used when you feel you don't fit into society or you need protection when traveling. Some crystals to use are fluorite, topaz, larimar, sodalite and lapis lazuli. Our sixth chakra is the third eye, which is located between the eyebrows. The colours for this chakra is pur are purple and indigo. The third eye governs the eyes, the lower head and sinuses, and it can cause sight, sinus or ear problems when imbalanced. The gland that it's associated, associated with is the pineal gland. Purple and indigo are very spiritual colours. It helps us with our spiritual development, feelings of being wise and enhances our psychic energy, intuition, self-awareness and peace. It encourages us to turn inward and to be honest with ourselves about who we are and what we truly feel. Use purple and indigo crystals when you need to Focus on personal beliefs and ideas. Increase your intuition and instincts. Or provide a different perspective on life. Some purple crystals up to use are amethyst, ametrine, purple agate, sugalite, fluorite, Lepidolite and purple sapphire. Our last chakra is the crown chakra and that's located on top of our head. The colours are violet and white. The organ that the crown chakra governs is the brain and when imbalanced it can lead to tension headaches and migraines. The glands associated 
with the crown chakra are the pituitary and the hypothalamus. Violet and white are both universal colours. They can make us feel spiritually awake and are great for using during meditation as they are also protective colours. White energy is wholeness and completion, purity, simplicity and peace. Everything is visible and nothing is hidden. Eternal potential. Use these colours to clear your life of clutter, for new beginnings, connection to your higher self, to be protected and to be open. Some crystals to use are moonstones, quartz, calcite, selenite, lepidolite, topaz and beryl. Thank you, Nikki. I love hearing about this kind of thing because it's it's always interesting to see how light affects your life and what different crystals and things like that can do to help you in your life. I mean, you can't you can't say that they don't have a vibration, as we have heard from some of our um, mindful minutes. Crystals have a, a vibration of their own, and they have a voice of their own. So I love to hear these, and thank you so much, Nikki, for spending some time with us today. So last week I asked you what or who are some of your inspirations in life and why? And we had some great responses, in fact almost too many this week to feature on the show but I'm going to do my damn best. (laughs) First up we have the lovely Sarah Boudreau. She says, my mum, 100%, we've gone through a lot in our lives. My siblings and I lost our two older brothers. Through that time, I truly never thought I would be able to get through it. My mum knew how hard of a time it was for us. She put us first, even though she was hurting too. She showed my brother, my sister and I what true strength looks like. She taught us how to be strong, independent and kind people. I was diagnosed with anxiety, depression and post-traumatic stress disorder after my second brother had died. There were days where I just didn't want to keep going. It was so hard for me and still is. My mum stood by me through it all and until this day. She was my strength when I was weak and my shoulder to cry on. She seriously is one in a million and I hope she knows how much she means to me. Well, Sarah, what a story. And I'm sure that you are your mum's inspiration too because being a mother myself, I know how hard that would have been and the only reason she would have responded that way to such a terrible situation was because you and your siblings are now her life. So thank you so much for sharing that that beautiful glimpse into your heart. Now, Karen Englishby, she says, At the moment, I'm a bit inspired by Marie Kondo. Oh, aren't we all? <laughs> oh, dangers. 
<clears throat> Stuart Evans says people who follow their dreams. Rachel Sunderland is inspired by Damien. He inspires her to be better every day. He makes her want to climb out of herself just by loving her. Also by her two sensei mentors who help her to be the best she can be and understand, she says, understand that I'm kind of mental. Oh, crazy is a good way to be, though. Often, it's the crazy ones that achieve their dreams, Rachel. <laughs> I encourage authenticity, even if it looks like madness. <clears throat> Katie Brown, she says she's inspired by her mum. Dwayne Frew, he says that he's inspired by other musicians performing live. He must go to a lot of gigs then. Rock on, Dwayne. <laughs> Sylvia Wilson says she is inspired by her parents. Unselfless, generous love and kindness and respect. These two beautiful people help many of us shape our journeys today with our family and so many others' lives they touched. Even now past, they are my inspiration. Beautiful heart sharing, Sylvia. My grandparents are actually my inspiration but I'll talk about that soon Moira Phillips says that her mum is her inspiration I'm seeing a passion here <laughs> oh Roger he says I quite like your postings they're often inspirational Aww. Rochelle Wilson is inspired by her mum also Kelly Kirkwood she says my children no matter what's going on, they'll give anything a try and they just love everyone. Yes, they do, Kelly. I know your kids and I know that um, they give my daughter a run for her money when she babysits them. <laughs> and she, she just adores them too. She's told me so many stories about how inspiring and awesome your kids are. You're two beautiful girls. Now, Daryl Mihaire. I'm sorry if I didn't pronounce that right, but... Daryl says he is inspired by integrity. Ricky Drums is inspired by a number of things. He's given us a list here. He says, number one, my kids, they give me a reason. Number two, my training partners improve or die. Number three, metal music. It lights a fire, man. Like nothing else, the faster the better. Number four, my best friend, indeed, dude, is a bad dude, but a loving father to his kids and an uncle to mine. Number five, he says, sometimes, you, you're awesome, Karen. Oh, not another one. It's been great getting to watch a microcosmic version of your life. You keep doing you. Oh, that's cool. That's cool, man. I'm feeling the love. Wudamu Puke, he says, for me, there are many things in life from some of the most happiest to ones that send you down to the deepest of depths of pain and disappointments and heartache. It is how we rise above and how we stand again humble and teachable and reflecting upon and totally forgiving them but also within, to love without conditions when experienced for the first time and many moments as a father holding my son as a baby, when you know that you've been a good parent, son, sibling and a partner beyond the call of duty, regardless of what has happened and what life has thrown, being inspired to be authentic and true with oneself and others with honour and integrity every day inspires me. 
I know one day I can stand before and kneel in the spirit world, before my mother and hug her with all the love a son can muster, and know that my whanau and ancestors and God the Almighty have never left me in those times. Far out, Uramu. As I said to you on social media, that that is so beautifully full of truth that it brought tears to my eyes. I'm honoured, um, honoured that you share share your beautiful stories with us. It's a it's a treasure. It's a tonga. As Rayo Spirit Hanson, all my daughter, she says. I inspire her and Billie Eilish. Oh, Billie Eilish. <laughs> you sing you sing her songs beautifully too, Israel. I know she inspires you because you do her proud and you do her justice. Hank Annabelle, he says me, meaning that he inspires himself. He grabs and is his own inspiration. Now that's a powerful place to come from as well, Hank. I admire that. Brenda Curry Palmer, she says, My girl, so much to learn from them in the last few months. And love ya, hun. Danny Battershill from Earthstone Arts, he says, You! <laughs> and um, my cousin, Michael, he says, The future and the possibilities of what I can achieve there. Meg McClellan says, Mother Nature for sure, Papa Tuanuku. There's, oh, there's such great inspiration to be found within nature indeed. Um, Rachel Ticker, she says, I'm inspired by how strong I actually am as opposed to what my thoughts tell me. And Marlon Mark James, he says, he's inspired by German woman. <laughs> oh, I love your honesty, mate. <laughs> Travis Brown, oh, he's inspired by the Christchurch wizard. That's a pretty cool role model. Greg Margolis from Israel, he's inspired by music. And Stuart Peter is inspired by his kids. What an amazing lineup we had today for, um, for question and answer time. I'm so honored that so many of you took part this week. And I hope that we continue to build our um, response base because the more, the merrier. Come on, let, let's share these amazing, amazing moments of positivity and inspiration. Let's be each other's inspiration to, to live better lives, to, to find the light within the lives we already have. So yay! Now very quickly, without going off on a ramble, I want to tell my own inspiring story. Uh, just, just giving a bit of a shout out as the theme has run with mothers and parents and children and grandparents. Well, my own grandparents, as I briefly mentioned, have been a great inspiration to me through my life. My grandmother especially, she's still here, she's my my last living grandparent, but we have a really strong matriarchal um, line running through our family. We have a lot of really powerful women, uh, strong within the within the nurturing energy, and extending this beautiful. Like my, my grandmother, especially, she just extends this beautiful umbrella of light 
out over as many people as she can cover every day every day she prays every day she prays for love and protection and progress and all the best to happen within her family and she puts that intention out there to the world and that intention is is fulfilled I mean I, I feel her strength covering me as I walk as I work walk through every day she has always been there for me when she could her and my grandfather they would always help me whether it was with my yard work or whether it was with my gardening or whether it was just be just being there for me giving giving me an ear and giving me that good advice from my elders and actually it went further than that because they they're kind of like my parents I mean my grandmother is is like a second mother to me because I was brought up between my mum who was a rad heavy metal maniac (laughs) and my grandparents who gave me that that um, family unit that two-parent family that that gave me that stability and security always there so I sort of lived half and half and my grandparents are Christians so I, I guess that's why I've got a really <laughs> I want to say um, Gemini view on things <laughs> because I've got two ways of looking at just about everything in my life and I really do believe that that had a lot to do with it with fostering that but it's I've got really beautiful wide perspective and I don't think that that I would have that without my beautiful grandmother my and my beautiful grandfather so I love you grandma you've always been there for me and I will always be there for you as you need me to offer you that same love and protection and inspiration thank you so much Karen for that and I love that you think so highly of your grandparents and I think we should all really respect our elders and it's it's very rare nowadays that you see that and with that I am going to put to you guys the question for next week what have your elders done or said that has changed your life or has set you on the path that you are on now please head on over to our Facebook group Heartful Addiction, a podcast. Send us a voicemail here in the Anchor app. Send us a voicemail, send it through to email or a private message and we will try and get you on the show. So guys, that's basically it for us today. Karen, it's that time of the day. Oh, not time to go already. This episode seems to have gone really fast. Um, as I mentioned at the beginning, I was in a bit of a funny headspace when we began, but I think that through the process of recording and sharing with you all, I've actually I've actually come out on top. So I hope that um, you can all listen to that and and get something from the heart sharing that Kathy Lee and I and Nikki have done today thank you all for 
for joining us here on the Heartful Addiction podcast. We love you and until next week. Aroha noe. And aroha nui to you too, Karen. Thank you so much for joining me today. And remember, guys, today and every day, we rise up by lifting others. Take care, be awesome, be good to one another, and we'll see you next week. Bye.